At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Hello and welcome to another episode of Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. <laughs> Alexander Rossi is the driver of the number 27 Auto Nation Napa Honda for Andretti Autosport. I, of course, am joined <laughs> by producer Thim, who's in Los Angeles. I am James Hinchcliffe, Alex, former IndyCar driver. PM. Let what him meal are you peace. having right now? I was breakfast. <laughs> I was trying to make that the longest intro of all time. We'll just let Alex carry on yeah, with no, uh, with what just, he's doing. Welcome, at least guys. He chews away uh, from the microphone, James. You could take a well, note now there. That, now that you've said that, that's, <laughs> you just dug your own grave there. Uh, so not not a ton of racing action to cover. Uh, we can we can briefly touch on. A few things. There was some IndyCar testing. There was some IndyCar not testing. There's another uh, canceled IndyCar test. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our good friend of the show and personally, Connor Daly, took place or took part, sorry, in a race called the Freedom 500, which just looked comical as hell, which we can talk about. I uh, I had a great weekend out in uh, Western Canada. Went to go visit my darling wife, who was uh, is still out in Calgary filming a. Uh, a movie and she Does got Becky know about her yet <laughs> coming in, coming out Good swinging one. today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My other wife who's in Calgary filming a movie, man, I, I really need to branch out if I'm going to do this, live this lifestyle, <laughs> but, uh, but no. So we went, she had a couple days off. We went up to Banff, Alberta, which I had never been to before, which is awesome. It's just like Canada's Lake Tahoe. Basically it's beautiful. Lake Louise and, and Banff area. We didn't do any skiing, but we just sort of hung out, had a cool meal up on the mountain with some friends, and uh, it was great. It was great to get out there and, and see her. She's been gone for a minute, and then I had to rush home and balance everything in life all together. But I'm lonesome. Yeah. Life is hard sometimes. Dude, um, it, it comes at you fast, as Sage likes does. to say. I just got home from Barber. Bow, bow. Ooh, it was... Uh... Let's see. It was the fourth test I went to, um, the first time I've driven. <laughs> That's um, gonna say you actually got to drive this time. Yeah, yeah, which was cool. Um, good test. Nice to, nice to. I actually, I don't. Barber's okay. You know, it's He's growing on slowly me. Slowly warming up step, to Barber. Step by step, it's growing on me. 
Um, yeah, it was a wonderful day. Uh, I want to talk about my travel down there, though. This is so, it. This is why we do this podcast. Yeah. I yep. mean, there was nothing really to talk about podcast. at the test, honestly. So I originally was slated to arrive kind of around 2 o'clock, leave India at noon um, on Sunday, and then got word from my engineer that you, because it's Barber, right? And, you know, you get a ticket if you run on that track. Um, we couldn't get into the facility until Monday. So he was like, excuse me, if you want to come down later, come down later. Like, there's no point of getting there at two for you to come to the track and do any pre-events. Great. So I uh, pushed my flight back to like five o'clock to get in at seven or whatever. And um, everything was good, was having a, a nice day Sunday. And then I went to look at, you know, what my rental car company was and forgot to book a rental car. Okay. Fine. Well, I go on and, and I, I was flying into Atlanta and, and obviously Barber's in Birmingham and I couldn't get any one ways. There was just no cars that would populate. So like, okay, that makes sense. Last minute, maybe they don't have enough cars. You know, we're still dealing with uh, COVID hangover and everything. Um, so I just book a, a round trip. Great. No problem. Um, and so I was going to have Connor drive my car back because I was flying out of Birmingham. Everything was good. Get to Atlanta. Um, go through the whole process of that airport, like three different trains and walking two miles and, and such and get to the rental car facility. And as I get off the train, I can already sense there's going to be a problem, right? <laughs> there are people like scattered on the floors, Ooh, like good. on their laptops good, or good. lying down. Yeah. And oddly enough, there's no one in any of the lines. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> So I, I walk up and she's like, do you have a reservation? And I'm like, yep. And she's like, cool. It doesn't matter. No cars. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah, but I, I have a reservation. And she's like, that's nice. Can't help you. And um, I'm like, okay. Okay. I was like, when would you have a car? And she was like, well, my best bet is for you to get a hotel here. And we should have a car by the morning. And I was like, okay. Hard pass. Good. So I went to the next desk. Do you have a reservation? No. She was like, cool. Bye. Um, nice chat. One more. Yeah. One more desk. No. And I uh, quickly understood that I was not getting a car. Um, so then I ordered an Uber. Well, it's a two hour drive from Atlanta to Birmingham for correct. those that run aware. Across the state line. Yeah. Which for some Uber drivers might be a problem. And, uh, <laughs> oh, like legally. Yeah. Good call. Like legally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, First one canceled. Of course. Sounds about right. Yeah. Second one also canceled. Right. So I was like, oh, I'll get a lift. Hold on. Can I interrupt and ask what the rough predicted cost was of a two-hour trip from Atlanta to Birmingham? It was surge pricing. So $680 for an X. Wow. I was like, I was like, you don't want that money? Like, I, Yeah. It's fair. Whatever. So then I tried to lift, and it, the app wouldn't even like... It wouldn't even accept the destination. Yeah, it like, no. does not compute. Uh-uh. And I was like, holy, <laughs> holy shit. Like, I'm the one test that the weather's going to be fine. I'm not going to be able to get to. <laughs> so I was like, my next thing was like, I'm going to have to get a hotel room and just order like a like a car service yeah. at 5 a.m. in the morning and, and just get there. So I was doing that, and I was like, wow, one second. And I went on Delta, and there happened to be like a delayed flight, which – I wouldn't have made otherwise. Atlanta to Birmingham. Atlanta, Birmingham. Oh. So I jumped on that. Money. Which is great. Except for the fact that 
instead of getting at two o'clock and having a nice peaceful day and going to Bucky's and having a dinner at Hampton Inn, I got to my Hampton Inn at one thirty in the morning. Ooh. Um, but neither here nor there, I made it. Everything was good. Did, and, did they have cars uh, at Birmingham or did you have to Uber from the airport? Well, I had a reservation. I didn't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he tried to tell me they didn't have a car and I was not in the mood yeah. at that point. Yeah. And so I ended up with a minivan. <laughs> you should, um, uh, uh, do you have a reservation? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We don't have a car. I'll take your car. Right. I'm taking <laughs> a car. I'm leaving here with a car, sir. <laughs> Here's what I realized. Here's what I realized. It's the Masters. Oh, oh yes. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. It's the Masters, and Tiger was teasing people about playing, so it was probably even more yeah. of a big deal. Yeah. So, um, anyways, guys, that's that's been my week. I don't have anything else really to say. So, um, bye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, if we could be done in about 8 to 10, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um so I, mean, I we have a guest this week, though. We do have a guest. We have a wonderful guest. We'll get to the guest in a second. I just want to say that I also had a travel experience that I wanted to share. I had uh, going to Calgary from Minneapolis, a layover in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And I have to say, while I've flown through Minneapolis, St. Paul before, I don't think I've ever done an international flight through there. And I'm assuming it's a different terminal than the normal one because I don't remember this terminal. And the international terminal at MSP, awesome. Probably the nicest airport it's, it's, in the United States. Yes. It's amazing. So you know this. Yeah. You've been there. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. I was blown Phenomenal. away. It was so, it was like, it was, it was vibing. Like there was music pumping. Everybody was in a good mood, which never <laughs> happens at an airport. The bars were like overflowing into the aisles and everybody's just like handing beers out, having a blanket. The shopping right. was great. It looked like. It looked like when you're a teenager and you hang out at the mall on like a Saturday because that's all you can do as a teenager. Like that was the vibe. It was like everybody was stoked to be there. Like it was the coolest place that you were allowed to go at your age. And and it was awesome. The the only place that I will say can compete with that is is Salt Lake. Their new terminal there. Really? Is the same. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's like, so I don't know if it's a Delta thing or not. Maybe. But certainly DFW and Charlotte don't hit the same notes. Miami <laughs> and LAX. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not quite on the same level. Yeah, no, I was just very, very impressed. So uh, big kudos to the uh, Twin Cities. MSP. MSP yeah. just absolutely killing the just airport. Banging game. the airport game. Uh, yeah, no, like we talk a lot about Indianapolis airport being like the best in the country. And I mean, I didn't have to check in at MSP. I didn't have to park a car. So I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it above any necessarily overall, but man, just in terms of amenities, vibe, party scene. Yeah, it was vibing, man. Like there was yeah. no other way to put it. I absolutely I wonder if, loved like, it. I wonder if like you could just go there without a ticket and just be I like, I would. I would if I I'm lived just... in Minneapolis, I would go hang out there. Yeah, sick. <laughs> I'd go. That'd be a, that'd be an awesome now? place. That'd be a, that'd be an awesome place as a single person to go pick up chicks. <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's one thing that you could do there. For no, sure. because no, because think about Which, like the, the the talk about the, a melting pot, right? Yeah, you're gonna get so many things that are outside of your normal bar on the corner. Yeah, that's so, yeah, that's true. Oddly enough, this actually brings up brings up a conversation. Alex, you that wanted to do the uh, you wanted to do the um, advice column. We have an advice. We have an email tied to that. Now, I want to clarify before we get into this email. 
A lot of people yes. thought this was like an, a Q&A. They're just like yeah, asking you ask guys questions. Anything. That's not what no. this is. This is not, this so is not all to those ask questions, questions about the guys' ignored. lives. This is right. for you. If you have an issue in your life that you would like uh, Alex and James advice on. Uh, to weigh in that's on. What so this again, this for. was... Right. So this was something we announced last week. Uh, I forget even how we arrived at this, but we decided it was a good idea. Right. I feel like I give good advice. To take submissions from people. So So our first first one has asked to remain anonymous. Okay. Cool. Well, I think everybody Uh, should be anonymous either way. Well, no, I mean, if somebody wants to give their name, they can say their name. But if they say in the email to stay anonymous, we'll keep it anonymous. And I'll I'll check with people before if they don't say what they want. But... um, currently in college and have a really good study group right now engineering major there's a girl in the group i like a lot but don't want to screw up the study group i'm coming Uh to off track for advice please help guys love the show and keep it up i just want to know before you won an indy 500 alex how you would uh, try to pick up women because i feel like once you win the 500 it's easy First of all, if you've met me, I try with all costs to deny anything to do with any 500 and the fact that I'm a racing driver. So, no. That's fair. Um, That's true. You do. So, here's a, here's a fact of life, Mr. Anonymous, or maybe Mrs. Anonymous. I'm just going to go with Mr. Anonymous. Um, dudes and girls, they're not friends. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, there's, there's oh, always going to be. There. There's always going to be an inkling of one of y'all that want to, you know, <laughs> do something. Okay. And, All right. And this so, is a, this, we're going to. So, like, I would just embrace that, man, and just know <laughs> that. Because honestly, I think I think she probably wants it more than you. So, I would. That is. I would go fire it in there and see what happens. That's what we call the <laughs> shoot your there. shot approach by Alexander Rossi. Now the only thing, look, I don't necessarily, di- I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that exactly. I don't, but what else? What I what I want to know, which we can't know now at this point, obviously, is how much longer is the study group going on? Is this like a whole semester long thing, or do they have like one project they're doing together and then it stops? Because like, why does that matter, James? Because then if if you have like a a two or three week period and then the study group is broken up, I would wait closer to the end of the study group just in case. Just or what, also, or what or what your studying is going to be less fun i mean i i would also disagree but i think there are like guys she, and girls that she, can be friends. Le- if yeah she i also leaves- yeah i firmly disagree with that <laughs> like, as a she, friend of uh james your wife and alex your girlfriend <laughs> like there are guys and girls that can be friends tim okay lose becky's okay. number here's here's i'm just i guess in case i guess this is what i mean i guess this is what i mean of course of course i'm friends with liz and Rebecca without a desire for anything else. My point is, if you're going to like, you're not going to go to a one-on-one, you're not going to spend one-on-one time with that person, right? That's not going to be like, you're not going to go out of your way to like hang you would, out. You and Becky lived together for like four months. <laughs> I was doing you. I was trying to help you I, as a friend. I'm not saying, right. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> there are times where you hang out without no, the other person. No, I'm saying, yeah. I think this, no, I think this is more like two single people. You can't equate this to our lives fair. and being okay, a yes. committed relationship. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Like I'm talking about if you're a All single right. person and you're a single person and you're hanging out, like what? You're just hanging out to be single people together? It's possible. Oh, and there's not one of those people that is interested in not, like, just hugging goodbye? The study group's got more than just the two of them, though, right? Right, but, like, if he likes her, her, then he's 
he clearly is proving my point that he doesn't want to just be our friend. So no, like he's got fair. half the equation. All so I'm saying as is, well. if he's got to wait six months, then yeah, just go for it. Cause that's just going to be, that's just going to be torturous. But like if study group is over in three weeks, in case it goes south, just, you know, wait till the last week. I don't know. I, I, well, but Hey, do we I have any, do we have any tips on how, uh, how anonymous should uh, shoot a shot? I mean, no, that's, 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 that's each, that's each person's got their own style, but it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely worth saying something. My only advice would be assess the time situation here. There you go. Now, you don't want to wait too late in case someone else swoops in, but I just, I just say you just, because you're going to, you're going to waste mental energy thinking about it. You're not going to be as, as, as productive with your life. You're not going to be as productive in the study group. You're not going to get what you want to get out of the study group. You're right. going to be thinking about other things. Just, just see. And if it's bad, then move on, find another one. Yeah, like, worst case scenario, the, she says no, and then you just move on. Okay. Well, so there you go, anonymous. Uh, you have, you have some decisions to make some life <laughs> decisions to make, but we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you writing in. And uh, yeah, like I said uh, earlier, you know, less of a Q and a, but if anybody has any life problems, they, uh, they think, incorrectly that we can help with yes very <laughs> very falsely i think guys we'll see maybe i bet anonymous comes back in two weeks it's like dude we're dating and yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's, a good, good that's a good call well um, um we got long beach this weekend you guys are former winners there want to end uh and talking about what's uh what's going on going into long beach going to the lbc i love long beach I everybody love loves everything. long beach yes that is true I, it's like uh, one thing, like, I don't think I've ever found a driver that was like, I don't like the track. I don't like the event. E either one of those things, definitely not both of those things. It's right. a great track. It's an amazing event. Huge turnout. Um, You've won two of the last three races there. Yeah. I mean, together we've won three of the last four, James. We're, that's true. We're, we're, <laughs> and we're doing with, good. With Colton, we've won them all. We've basically won them all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Colton's super involved in this podcast. So <laughs> we've won 100% of them. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's an amazing event. Obviously, it's, it's cool for me um, being from California. Do you consider I mean, that your home race more than Laguna? No, I don't. Okay. You know, for sure, Laguna is my home race. Okay. Um, but I, I still have family it's that goes race. to that event. For sure. Where they don't go to Mid Ohio, right? So, um, right. <laughs> nothing against Mid Ohio. They just, no, no. That's it's just... easy for them to get there, right? Yes. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 cool for me. There's a, a huge amount of um, local support, which is great. Um, like I said, the turnout's always fantastic. Um, the weather's always wonderful. The promoters do an amazing job. You can walk to restaurant. Everything, everything about it. I love Long Beach. Yeah. What uh, what's your go to restaurant there? Because there's a couple that I hit every year and they're fire. But I was wondering if you had one in in particular. I honest, I I don't, James. Really? I mean, I've like, I always go to that five 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 or whatever, yep. and that that's, I mean, that's fine. Um, Lapra for all... me is like if I don't yes. go to Lapra, then I haven't yeah. been to Long Beach. That's fair. That is a great restaurant. Yeah, it's a great. Uh, I feel weird. I never go to the restaurants down there because I, I always come down for the race and then I just go back home. That makes sense. I mean, as you should. Yeah, so as you should. This year, I was gonna, I was gonna stay down and then maybe do dinner Sunday night down there. Oh, and now you got a girlfriend down there, so you're gonna mm -hmm. stay down exactly. there and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Why wouldn't you and your girlfriend stay at your home? She's because she, yeah. she gets and a hotel. Monday, she gets a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, 
Trust okay. me, he does not want her seeing his place. Look at it. I mean, just look at it back. It's there. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I don't mind his place. I've stayed many a nights in this I've place. I've also stayed there. Um, Alex, so, you helped me build furniture in my place. Yeah, exactly. But you so, bought half the furniture. You bought half the furniture in his yeah. place. Yeah, 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 you helped build my daughter's bed. You helped build my couch. <laughs> yeah. Um, the bookcase. So, anyways, everyone, room. everyone loves Long Beach. Um, James, you're obviously talking about Long Beach this year. I am. In terms of what is your opinion as a fan, not so much as a, a driver, because I don't really think it matters what your opinion is as a driver is, but like the IMSA, <laughs> no, 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 but like a driver wouldn't care, right? <clears throat> but for a fan and someone working in the event and, and everything, um, IMSA IndyCar doubleheaders. Like, awesome. Cool, confusing. Nope. Love not them. weird for like a, nope. a fan to be like, oh, why nope. is that car okay? No, nope. why is an Indy Lights car slower than an Indy car? Why is an F two thousand car slower no, than a Lights no, car? It, really, nothing to do with speed. Just like, oh, right. why is that one have GT cars and that one not? No, I don't think so, man. I think if you're, I think if you're like cognizant enough to know that you're going to a motor racing event, then you'll understand and accept that there's different kinds of cars there, and there's definitely a fan base that IMSA possesses that are hardcore. IMSA fans, um, not to say they aren't fans of other things, but like that's their number one. Obviously, IndyCar has the same thing, but like right from when I first started racing cars, um, there used to be, it was ALMS at the time, uh, the American Le Mans series did a event with Champ Car at the time at Road America. And that was kind of like the one big doubleheader thing. And dude, that weekend was always just insanely awesome. And we obviously do it at Long Beach. We do it at Detroit, but we've done it at Mid Ohio in the past, uh, and 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 Road America at the pa- in the past. And I would love to see as many of those things as possible. Um, I think doubling up, like when we do at, at the Brickyard in the second GP weekend with NASCAR on one day, IndyCar on the other. Like I love events like that. I think that's awesome. You know, Connor Daly was uh, talking about how when they announced the Vegas race, he was like, well, we should be there racing Friday night if F1's going to race Saturday night. And it's like, yeah, that would be awesome. Never going to happen in a million and a half years. <laughs> but like, in theory, I'm all about that stuff. What about you? Yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree completely. It's just, I always feel like sometimes there's a, there's a confusion from race fans. Not, granted, the majority are very switched on and, and very aware of what's going on. But there's there's sometimes a confusion of guys, people are going to a casual attendee. Yeah. Right. And they don't understand. And I don't I don't really think there's a very good explanation anywhere. I mean, maybe in yeah, even in the program, there's not really a good differentiating or even on the, the screens, you know, when there's downtime on the track, like maybe doing a three minute like video with with someone side explaining by side. the difference yeah. between the cars and stuff because I, I I just feel like it might get lost on people and they don't really know what they're watching and then anyways but um, I do completely agree that being able to intermingle as many different motorsports fans as possible and introduce them potentially to different series um, is only a win win for everyone and I would just dream that we could go be a support race for F1. But. Well, okay, so let's talk about that because there was a lot of discussion with the announcement of Vegas. Now, the United States next year is going to have three F1 races, which is the most of any country having, any one country having races. Do you feel like that dilutes the appeal of F1 in 
the United States having three races. No, absolutely not. I think if anything, it enhances the appeal of F1. It's a big country, man. Like we're not talking about three races in California, right? We're not talking about San Francisco, LA, and well, that's just it, right? Like I heard there was an article. I think it was. I forget it. Kevin Harvick was in the article. I don't remember if he was the one that made this comment, but somebody was saying that there is a risk of, of diluting it. Cause F one's known as the, you know, the, you go to different countries every, you know, uh, weekend kind of thing, but like NASCAR runs 36 races in one country. So what's, what's to say three races of a, of a sport that appeals to arguably a, a broader audience because of its international appeal and Miami, and certainly Las Vegas are two very big melting pot places. Texas maybe less so, but Austin the most in Texas, you know. Uh, you get these different cultures, people from different places in the world. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't think it does dilute the product in the States. And I know it's a big market for that series. I'm just, I'm very su- I'm impressed, I guess, surprised that so yeah. quickly they went from one to two to three. Like in, within one year they had one, the next year they had two, the next year they have three. That's that's putting a lot of faith in Drive to Survive. <laughs> yeah, but I no, I I, I don't think it. Especially for Netflix, th- who cancels seasons. <laughs> I don't think it really has anything to do with Drive to Survive. I think Drive to Survive is a byproduct, uh, or sorry, this is this is a byproduct, but it's not an exact reason for why this is expanding. Formula One has always wanted to have a bigger market share in the United States. For sure, every manufacturer in Formula One, aside from Alpine, sells the majority of their cars Correct. in the United States. It's their biggest market. Exactly. So there's always been the desire for it. I think now the the spike that we've seen in in fan base from Drive to Survive has opened the floodgates. It's just that right? little it's that little bit they needed to get over the hump. The but idea was always there, but right. But ultimately, Formula One has the ability. They've got the bandwidth and they have the sex appeal and the production value of the events to make fans fall in love with and come back year after year. They can do that. We're going to talk about Miami closer to Miami. And then after Miami, because I know you're going, uh, that, that is shaping up to be, you know, I sent, I sent you in the group chat, this, that video today of, there was like a three, a three minute long 3d rendering video going in and out of all the different hospitality spots around the track. Like it's, (laughs) it's insane what they're doing there. But we'll save that for another time. In the meantime, guys, as we talked about, we do have a guest. Uh, I'm very excited about having this guy on. Alex was unfortunately not able to make the uh, the interview. But if you follow NASCAR uh, online, if you follow any of their channels, you've undoubtedly come across his work. He goes by NASCAR Chasm on Twitter, and he's one of the funniest accounts that you're going to come across. As you'll hear in the interview, if you're a fan of da- dad jokes, which, guilty, uh, and you're a friend of racing... You are going to love what this guy does. So without further ado, thanks for tuning in. And here is NASCAR Cast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Guys, it's, I mean, I, I don't even know how to properly introduce our guest today. Um, Twitter personality extraordinaire is probably <laughs> what I would land on. Um, meme generation guru. Uh, I have so many questions about how he does what he does, but I'd like to welcome for all on Twitter who know him, NASCARcasm. And if you don't know him, you need to know him because it is one of the most entertaining Twitter profiles on the interwebs, in my personal opinion. Thank you so much for joining the show. Now, that was uh, just one hell of an introduction. How can you, how can you possibly stop that? Thank you. Well, thank you. They, they thank taught you for lying. Yeah, thank you for lying so believably, James. I it's really what I do. That. Yeah, It's exactly. what I do. Now, so, all right. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I say the, the, the question I have to ask whenever I'm uh, asked to be a guest on any podcast prominence like this one, uh, like I said, I always have to start with this question. Uh, who all canceled on you? Because <laughs> like that's literally the only reason I get asked to do these. No, yeah. no. See, you you will know as you you openly admitted. I think maybe only our second guest ever that's an avid listener of the show, and by avid I mean having listened at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's we don't have our numbers, yeah. right? We don't have guests every week, so this was just <laughs> this was just something we've talked about for a couple of weeks. We wanted to do it earlier, had some scheduling conflicts, which again yeah. we sort of had, which is why you will notice Rossi's not here right now. But uh, but yeah, we're just we're just big fans, man. Well, thank you, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm a big fan of you, and uh, you mentioned all the scheduling issues that we've had, and I just want to point out right here at the top of the show. Um, you know, we had, we tried to do this once there was a scheduling issue. Then there was a, uh, you know, another issue and so on. Um, you have brazenly ignored all the signs from God that I'm going to be a terrible guest. You have brazenly (laughs) ignored all of them. So I just want Um, to warn you. I ignore a lot of very, uh, very blatant signals. Like, yeah, don't like become a professional. Don't become yeah. a professional race car. Pick a real career, you idiot. <laughs> I ignored that. I ignored my parents for a decade. And, well, you know. Well, look at you now, man. Seriously. It turned are, out all right. You are TV's James Hinchcliffe right now, man. We couldn't do that. <laughs> now, I mean, when it comes from uh, comes to signs from God, getting, getting shish kebobbed feels like that'd be pretty high up on the list of uh, yeah. signs that maybe and you should have made a switch that was after i got smoked in the head <laughs> with a piece of debris and knocked unconscious yeah and it was like yeah. we're just gonna hurt you a little bit to maybe scare you off it nope not enough well welcome to this world and you know <laughs> this would be a point where if, if i had some sort of parallel story i would interject it but i don't really have one that kind of sort of you know matches that level of uh, severity i can't be like hey this, this one time I, I posted a tweet that had a typo in it, so I know exactly <laughs> what you went through. Yeah. Same, yeah. same, same. Exactly. Different, but but still same. Precisely. Okay, so for those that don't know, explain a little bit about um, well, what it, what you do on your Twitter page and how you got – well, let's start with what you do in case anybody doesn't follow you. Uh, well, for, uh, for lack of a, uh, I, I guess, lengthier explanation, uh, it's just a bunch of uh, kind of sort of subpar dad jokes about the uh, – about primarily NASCAR, but racing in general, this was something that uh, happened on pure accident, really. Years and years and years ago, I'm uh, sitting watching a uh, NASCAR Pocono race, and you know, Twitter's still brand new at this point. No one's really on it. 
and I'm sitting making all these stupid comments to my wife, and uh, you know she's rolling her eye. And this is you know like a good precursor for the uh, for the account as a whole. Uh, me making comments and people rolling their eyes. But I figured, what the heck? Let's uh, let's start up a Twitter account now. In terms of the handle, I thought it was brilliant. What we're going to do? We're going to take the word NASCAR, and then we're going to take the word sarcasm, and we're going to kind of sort of merge them <laughs> into this into this handle that no one will ever mispronounce. Ever. Uh, that is all that has happened from here on out. Like the, the, the first driver, the first driver to mention the handle on TV or whatever was Brad Kozlowski years mm-hmm. and years ago. And he said, This is a guy he's like NASCAR Gasm, I think is his name. And I was like, Oh, oh that's, got that's a, a different totally guy. different, different connotation. Yeah. Yeah, at, at the time we were like, we don't know what that is, but it somehow involves uh Casey Kane. But we don't know. <laughs> See, I would have gone know. Dick Trickle on that. Oh, oh, nice. oh boy. <laughs> nice. Oh, went there. <laughs> yeah. That's below um, the belt. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, so that's uh, basically what we do on Twitter. It is very, very luckily, and I'm uh, so grateful for this, led to basically me working for NASCAR Digital Media and doing a lot of uh, website content for NASCAR.com, among other things. And so, yeah, it's just this one big happy accident that I'm, you know, kind of sort of just hit at the right time. Well, that's that's what I love about it. And I, I give I give NASCAR a ton of credit for identifying that you this you mm-hmm. as as an opportunity, you know, and and bringing you on board officially. I'm like, hey, no, let's make sure this guy keeps doing this because this is really good. It's funny, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. The fans love it. So, I mean, how did that how did that outreach happen? Did you just get a call from, hey, it's Na- did you get a DM? Hey, it's yeah. NASCAR. Want to work for us? Question mark. <laughs> That's actually what happened. That's they, how I got uh, my last job too. Yeah, exactly. Sliding into the I DM. Start checking my DMs. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. There might be all sorts of there might be all sorts of offers in there, man. But uh, no, that's exactly how it happened. We, uh, the, I think the first thing I started doing officially was a little bit of work with NASCAR on Fox. And we're talking like uh, early uh, 2010s. A little okay. bit of stuff here and there, uh, and then. The uh, gentleman who is now my boss, a wonderful dude named Tim, uh, yourself, um, he uh, got a hold of me on DMs and uh, met with him. And he was like, we just you know, love you to be uh, doing content like this. And I, I guess the reason why I was asked, which was kind of sort of the goal all along, it's like you, you, you crack the jokes and everything and we enjoy it, but you're not over, you're not mean. And I'm like, OK, right. good, because that's that's what I'm going for, you know, the. Twitter right now is just infested from people with yes. people who take so much joy in getting blocked or right. this or that. And it's like, man, it, it, and which is not to say I haven't screwed up. I have big time. But when that happens, you know, it's not a badge of honor. It's, I can't believe I did this. I'm going to go back into the DMs, which is clearly where all important business happens. Absolutely. And uh, sending an apology. I uh no it's you're you're right and that's I think that's what's so great about the page right is it's it's friendly digs and I loved your your description and I think now I understand why I relate to it so much and enjoy it so much as you said dad jokes which is mm-hmm. absolutely my jam <laughs> yeah and that's you know, a that's a great brand of comedy to be a part of oh exactly exactly you know when it's like uh hey hey who's your favorite Dylan brother it's a tie you know, stuff like that. You know, nothing. <laughs> James, you don't have to laugh that hard, dude. That's no, I nuts. love it. That was crap. I love it. That was like, that oh, wasn't even, so that wasn't even the great AB. That he's wasn't easy, even the great AB, oh, yeah. James. I, I am your target demographic. There's no doubt about it. Awesome. <laughs> so, so, okay, so the question becomes then, you, you started, so you were a fan of the sport. 
you start this Twitter profile on the back of your wife saying uh, your sarcastic comments are annoying when you say them to me, put them somewhere else. Yeah. And so then, then you get to a point where you're, you're watching the races, you're doing all this for fun. You're enjoying it. You have fun with it. Then NASCAR Tim calls and says, Hey, do you want to work for us? Now it's a job. So like, <laughs> did that, did that change it? Like, did that take any of the fun away? Did it, did you feel like more pressure to be funny or to have a certain amount of posts per race or anything like that? You know, to, honestly, uh, that's a good question. It doesn't feel like I've really had to change much at all. Uh, you know, because again, when you're trying to just hit that, uh, that dad joke bar initially, you know, you're not, you're not trying to, you know, make cutting comments about this or that or race procedure or this person or that person, you know, you kind of sort of know where that level is and, um, and basically not to cross it. So, uh, you know, once they came and said, Hey, come aboard. Yeah. I, I would say, yeah, naturally you're like, Oh man, I like, I guess now I actually have to perform, you know, because, uh, you know, they're, they're going to want results from this. So th- there was a fair degree of that. And, uh, but yeah, that, that was a few years ago and, uh, I'm still here. So, uh, that either means they're, uh, they like it or they just haven't checked analytics for seven years. And, you know, what <laughs> and, yeah. and based on the fact that they were heads up enough to find you in the first place, I get the feeling that's probably not how they operate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it must be fun to be able to like, you know, look at the wife and be like, no, honey, this is work. You know, a Sunday afternoon sitting in front of the TV <laughs> oh. for four hours. You're like, can't bug me. I, I'm working. Let me let me tell you what is on my tax return expense report. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, you know, Doritos, Dor- yes. Bud Light, Bud Mountain Light. Dew. Um, every year we do. Oh, I got to. Oh, come to think of it, I got to start this. Uh, for for example, every Easter. Now we didn't. Uh, NASCAR did not used to race on Easter weekend ever. Uh, we are this year with the Bristol Dirt Race on Easter, uh, Easter night. But because there wasn't a race on Easter, I started this a wildly popular thing called the Peeps Four Hundred where I took a bunch of peeps, uh, wrote car numbers on them, put them in a plate, put them in my microwave. 10 minutes, whichever <laughs> peep was the most intact after 10 minutes was the winner. All right. Okay. Now, seriously, this thing, I mean, it, it's massive. I, I might, uh, I'm going to try to get it on like nav TV or something this year, some pay-per-view deal, yeah. but, but yeah, but then I'm like, you know what? Hey, 10 bags of peeps, business expense. Yep. There we go. There we go. It's stuff like that. Your accountant um, must love you. Yeah, it, there's, <laughs> there's there's lengthy explanations every year. Um, at, at this point, I think we've reached the uh, just take my word for it kind right. of thing. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, the IRS is famously understanding about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, just and that's why I have a uh, you know tax professional handle because I figure if it was coming directly from me, I mean, it would be a fierce, fierce, fierce audit. But is- yeah, you know, there's a uh, you know uh, marshmallow peeps. There's uh, uh, cameo videos from Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray. There's weird things I put in there. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know how that counts. Uh, one of the things that you're known for is your 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 avatar, your your profile picture changes regularly, mm-hmm. and it's usually always a NASCAR driver in some sort of compromised state or or something. Yes. When when did that was was that from the beginning was that always part of of the the shtick and like how do you determine when that changes and who gets it? Not no, it really wasn't at the beginning. Like at the beginning, the avatar was. And I'm I'm so embarrassed by this, but 
uh, you know, it was, I wanted to maintain some form of anonymity or whatever. And so I'd be at a track or something and I would actually ask my wife, Hey, could you take a picture of me with my back to the camera, looking at this race car or looking at this or that? And like a few years, and I kept it that way for a while. Then a few years later, when uh, influencer culture became a thing, I was looking at those avatars. I'm like, oh my God, I'm one of those people who handed their phone to their spouse and said, hun, take a picture of me. And I'm like, I can't, I can't be that guy. I Your can't in- be that person. Instagram wife had to take the photo for you. <laughs> yes, she did. Yeah. Okay so, okay, so who, which driver has featured the highest number of times as your profile picture? I feel like highest- it's Denny. Denny, it's a tie. It's tied between Denny and I'd say Tyler Reddick. Now, oh, okay. you got to pick, and it's based solely on looking at a picture online. It's like, okay, there's some sort of silly expression or there's some sort of weird, like you said, some compromising weird twit. that's like deal going on with the face. It's like, yeah, that's it. That's the one. You know, Denny, will, uh, like he, po- he posted a picture of him playing that uh, say what game with the big dental mouthpiece you wear. Uh, I was like, yep, that's it. Easy. But uh, Yeah, but I think Tyler Reddick is so reliable that I think he almost plans it. I think he's now just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to make a dumb face. Send it, send it to Chasm, you know? Well, look, I, I got to a point where I had to realize that because I'm not in NASCAR, I was never going to achieve Chasm <laughs> avatar profile picture status. And that, that hurt me. Like, that was, that was a career aspiration for a while. Yet. All right. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yep. No, we'll, uh, we, we can make that, we can fix that change. Well, we I, I don't, I don't want it to that. be forced. It's gotta be something. Yeah. Legit now it's, now it feels like, yeah, yeah, I, I might have organized this whole thing. Now I'm mm. against it. Yeah. Actually, no, when, when you came out with the wig, with the Danica wig, that, yes. I might actually have used that. I might oh, have used go. that. There now that go. was, like I said, that was years and years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I don't keep track of anything. But, uh, let's just say you did let's happen. just say you did because i can sure. add that to my resume now okay, okay before exactly. we let you go man i got a, a couple really quick questions who was the first driver that followed you back uh that would actually be going back to keselowski that would be him that Very would be good. keselowski uh yeah he was a big help okay and then uh have any drivers blocked you you know what not yet which is stunning now that is not to say that they don't and the reason why I think they haven't blocked me is because Twitter added that mute feature. So it's like, <laughs> we, we, we don't have to, like, we just don't have to see. It's like with the mute feature, it's like, I don't have to block him, but I don't have to see his crap anymore. So that's okay. Nice. But, but yeah, that just means that maybe there's people that don't love it, but they're not, they don't hate it. They're not yeah. to the point where they're like, Nope, I'm making exactly. a point here. Yeah. That means you're doing your job. Right. Exactly. That is exactly the, uh, uh, that is the level at which I succeed, James. It's like, I don't want to remove him entirely from my life, but I don't want to hear what he has to say. And that, that is where, that is the plane on which I exist. And that is a beautiful plane on which to exist, my friend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) We, uh, yeah. I mean, if, if I could mute or block Tim, I would, but unfortunately, yeah. Oh, okay. No, like I shouldn't. It's it's frowned upon. (laughs) I mean, I know how to do it. It's just, understood. Well, hey, man, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on. We are huge fans of what you do. Follow them at NASCARCASM on Twitter. And uh, who's going to win the race this week? Uh, let's see. We are going to be at Martinsville. Uh, I'm kind of liking this uh, brand new winter thing we're doing with every uh, uh, race so far. Um, I'm going back to my boy, Tyler Reddick. He's been 
running he's been there thereabouts every yeah. race and i think this might finally be the one it's right. uh it's 400 miles it's night it's night race at martinsville uh it's going to be a barn murder i just like i said i just want drama because uh <laughs> i just need material Good. that drama makes your job your easier yeah yeah yes. <laughs> well we will also hope for drama not only for your sake to be able to create the content but for our sake to be able to absorb it so again <laughs> thanks so much for coming on we will have to do this again sometime bud absolutely my uh my schedule's always open i sit at home in front of the computer doing content all day so whenever yeah whatever we'll you need happen. all right yes. thanks buddy all right take care guys thanks so much for listening to off track with hinch and rossi Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Thim. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.